And then moving on for tonight's open space, we have got a yummy conversation with students from CCC Mingyin College. Welcome. And here are the students introducing themselves. Hi, I'm Alice from CCC Mingyin College. I'm from 4B. I'm Rose, and I'm from the same class as Alice. Hi, everyone. I'm Karen, and I'm from 4A. And I'm Sunny, and I'm from 4C. All right, welcome to Open Space. Like I said, we're all going to be talking about something that is delicious, something that might make us drool for the next eight or ten minutes. We're talking about Hong Kong's food culture. Now, Hong Kong is quite a food paradise. Would you agree? Yes. yes. Right. Totally. So, out of all of those different types of food, different kinds of cuisines that we have over here in Hong Kong on offer, which is your personal favorite? Western, Western style cuisine. Western style yeah, mixed with Hong Kong style. Oh, yeah. interesting! Like what? Like, um, like um, pork chop rice. Oh, yeah, because it have the British um, pork chop introduced, right. and also the fried rice nice. from Chinese cuisine. That and I think it is an fusion of Western and Eastern style. So, and it's also very delicious. Yeah. So I like that very much. You know, that's a very good point because we here in the hub of you know everything international, yeah. we do have something quite unique, like Yin Yang, right? Mm. People don't usually mix coffee with tea, and <laughs> we do over here in Hong Nice one, Karen. How about Rose? Which is your personal favorite? Mm, I like every kinds of um, street side snacks. Oh, nice. Yeah, like a. Puff or fish bowl or things like that. Very good. I'm talking about fish bowl. Um, there's a statistic in 2002 that each day Hong Kong has eats totally of 55 tons of fish bowl, no. and that adds up to I think four million. Fish balls. That's amazing. I have no idea that we eat that much fish ball. Do you contribute a lot to that number? <laughs> yeah, I think I do. <laughs> That's very good. We do need to keep these kind of street foods alive. Well, for me, I love when it comes to street food, um, not just the fish balls, but also uh, the egg puffs. Right. That has got to be on the list. Very good. Rose will come back to you in a moment. Uh, next up, coming to Alice. Um, my favorite is um, actually quite traditional. It's called wife cake, oh. um, which is originally found in Guangzhou, Linhenlao, a famous chalao in Guangzhou. Which had, um, which is created by a cook's wife in Linhenlao, and that's why it's named wife cake. Right, that's the sweet pastry, yeah, kind yeah. of like delicacy, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. what do you like about it? Um, it had like a crispy outside, yeah. crispy on outside, and quite smooth and tender texture yeah. on the inside, and it's quite sweet, and that's why I like it. Yeah, I like the story behind it as well, the wife cake story. Yeah, that's very interesting to me too. But now it is a lot more accessible because I mean you can even get them from MTR stations, and it's not only just served in one restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right, coming to Sunny right now. Hello, Sunny. Uh, hi, and um, my favorite type of cuisine is the uh, Western type of food because they have a lot of variety. And for example, we have the uh, Italy; they have pasta, and yes. there are many spaghetti. other spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And there are many other types. Like, um, for example, we have American like uh, hamburgers, McDonald's. like more like fast food yeah. and 
fries, and there are a lot of variations, and I like it very much. Nice. Which is your particular favorite? If you have to eat one thing for the rest of your life, would it be pasta or would it be burgers? Pasta, definitely pasta. pasta. Really? Any yeah. particular favorite kind of pasta? Uh, spaghetti. Spaghetti. Nice. I am a huge fan of carbonara. Any kind of carbonara, I would just die for. <laughs> so I'm with you on that page. So right, out of all of these kind of crazy cuisines, we also need to talk about not just the food itself, but the culture behind all of these different kinds of food. Um, Rose, I want to come back to you because you have some details about when we go yamta. You know, when we go to a Chinese restaurant and people pour our tea, we like to say thank you in quite a special way, don't we? Yes, we do. And when people pour you pour us tea, we usually knock our fingers on the table. Yeah. And usually people do that with two fingers. But actually, there are rules back then. When elders pour us tea, we do it with two fingers, which looks like you're kneeling to them. Right. And when peers pour you tea, you do it with one finger instead of two, because it looks like half kneeling and it's more casual. I have no idea. That yeah, people could actually do it with one finger because only. Because the one finger thing is usually ignored. Yeah, but I've also seen people do it in different ways. You know, some people use their knuckles. Some people use just the tip of their fingers. Which is the proper way to do it? Then tips or knuckles? I think the tip one is um, better. Yeah, because it looks like kneeling. <laughs> Huh. I'm just looking at my tip of the fingers and like knuckles. It's like, oh, that's interesting. But yeah, I think this is something that we should all keep doing because yeah. this is a, such a nice thing to do, and nobody else in the world apart from us Chinese do that. Yeah, it's interesting and it's kind of a secret between us. <laughs> yeah. So when people from other countries see it, they will like. What, What are, are you they? doing? <laughs> yeah, nice, very good. Uh, talk about stories and culture. I know that I'm um, Sunny. You've also got some more stories to share when it comes to another very famous Chinese cuisine that we usually enjoy around Chinese New Year. Uh, yes, there is a Hakka cuisine called Pun Choi. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure most of you have heard about Pun Choi, and it's originally from Guangdong and Fujian in southern China. And it's actually invented in the late Song Dynasty, where uh, there are Ch mainland China officials visiting, uh, like escaping to Hong Kong, but there were not enough serving containers, so uh, the villagers in Hong Kong ended up using basins as the container. Right. I love Pun Choi because it just—it's such a mixed bowl of like the best things. Yeah, it's really, really special and. There are some you may have eaten pun choi with different ingredients, as uh, this uh, actually uh, about family lineage, as right. different villages have different methods and uh, different methods to prepare pun choi, and they keep this as a secret as <laughs> they regard it. It as a village inheritance. Yeah, totally. We'll talk about the preparation. It sometimes takes a long time to prepare just one big bowl, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, the traditional pun choi actually takes three days. Wow, uh, it's rather unimaginable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're thinking yeah, about like the... three minutes for a cup noodles, but okay, three days. <laughs> uh, with the first day, uh, the villagers actually need to gather firewood and chop it to size, and it takes a whole day. Right. And on the second day, they Buy the freshest ingredients as they regarded it as a way of showing their gratitude to their ancestors. Mm. And the very last day, they use it to uh, stew the pork as it 
the pork is actually rather difficult to stew and takes a little bit of time. Right. So the thing about pun choy is the number of layers that come in the bowl.、Uh, I know that people enjoy it in different ways. Some people like to have it layer by layer, but some people like to mix it all in. Which is the proper way to do it?、Uh, in my personal opinion, I think eating it layer by layer is actually better because.、Yeah. Uh, the way they place the ingredients actually mattered.、Uh, for example, they put rather dry ingredients. For example,、uh, like some vegetables and seafood at the top because、yes. they don't really mix well with the sauce.、Uh-huh. And at the bottom, they they put Chinese radishes and pig skins and actually、uh, basically ingredients that absorb sauce very well. Right. And those are the best. Yes. Serve that with rice. Oh my goodness! All right. Thank you so much, Sunny, for all the info. And then finally, coming to Alice, another very interesting thing that I never really thought about. It's about dim sum. So dim sum is something that is worldly famous. Everybody in the world basically knows that Chinese we have this cuisine called dim sum. But what exactly does that mean? Um, it's very interesting to me because dim sum in Cantonese, Cantonese actually mean touch the heart. Right. Which is very like、um, a very interesting saying. Yeah, because it's like tiny bites and it's very heartwarming, kind of.、Like. It is right now that you mentioned it. I value the name dim sum so much more, and of course, it is something that is little by little, and we can enjoy a whole table of different kinds of varieties. And that's what I love about dim sum. You have to eat it with a whole bunch of people, so the company makes. That meal even more enjoyable. Oh my goodness, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I have to go grab myself some dim sum right now. Would you guys want to join me? Sure. Okay. We just heard from Sunny, Karen, Rose, and Alison. They're all coming from CCC Mingying College. Thank you so much for joining us in Open Space.